When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily, in association with Moonrise Cricket, Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition every day every game every spill every fill every triumph all the way to the IPL trophy Hello everybody welcome along it's another Cricket Badger IPL daily podcast and, and blimey honestly where do we start with this one first of all we'll thank our sponsors bodylinet-shirts.com and Moonrise Cricket. Thank you to them for their support of this IPL daily podcast. But Kings Eleven Punjab, it's they kind of will they, will they? No, they won't. Yes, they will. No, they won't. Oh, they just get over the line. And today they just proved that they can or that they're capable of losing any match from any situation. But they just managed to get across the line against the Royal Challengers Bangalore today. And uh, giving themselves a little bit of hope in the IPL table. They moved to four points and they're not done and dusted just yet. To help me talk about that and to talk about tomorrow's game, Anand Bika and Naman Shah. Anand, we'll start with you. Kings 11 Punjab, they had that absolutely in their back pocket about four overs out and managed to find their way to the final ball. Almost like they didn't want to win this. That was a fascinating match, especially the last couple of overs and how things were shaping up. You knew that they had it in their pocket, but it almost felt like it got close enough for no apparent reason. But I would say well bowled to Chehel, especially for that last over. That was beautiful bowling up there. That, that one he tossed up and gave it a real rip to Chris Gale. He thought that was going to be a wide, didn't he? He left it alone and it absolutely it nearly took his off stump out. And the dear gall about tossing a ball up to Chris Gale. I mean, the universe boss... You know, however old he is, he can still hit that all the way back to India pretty much from there. And that's just beautiful stuff. And you could see how Gail really wanted it to be a wide, but I just give Chahel a lot of credit for that. Now, man, that was some game, wasn't it? Uh, how it managed to get to the final ball, I will never know. But Kings Eleven, they've given themselves just a little bit of hope, haven't they? Yes, they needed this energy. They needed their Caribbeans. They needed this win very badly. I was very, very happy with uh, Kale Rahul's captaincy today. 
i guess uh, he was spot on the bowling changes uh, everything was just brilliant and uh, he paced the inning quite nicely compared to the other games uh, he targeted the bowlers and uh, yes very happy for punjab uh, keeping this hopes alive and uh, groups open all the way through the rcb innings the commentators on the tv i was watching were saying why is ab devilliers batting so low down and he came out and he got two runs from uh, five balls i think it was in the end but it seemed a bit strange didn't it after the way he played the other day not to stick him a bit further up the order and allow him to do a bit of damage today uh, to be honest uh, over here, james it was a uh, quite a bit of a cat and mouse game going on uh, if you will notice uh, both kohli and ab devilliers are always vulnerable to the leg spinners uh, to this uh, wrist spinners and they specifically played murgan ashwin today along with bishnoi in the first match uh, the only match which punjab has won in that match also both the spinners took six wickets so it was these two leg spinners and uh, bangalore moved ahead to lefties uh, to counter that uh, those bowlers but uh, smartly rahul uh, bowled all the four over of uh, four overs of maxwell so that was a big uh, game of uh, chess going on uh, abd villiers if you noticed uh, when he just came and the next over murgan ashwin bowled and he was struggling also okay kohli was not able to take on the leg spinners also shreyas gopal everyone uh, if you have seen uh, zampa is always uh, taken kohli's wicket uh, from australia so i think it was not much of keeping him behind but it was more of threat of these two leggies bodylinet-shirts.com browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike featuring everyone and everything from larwood to leach and cow corner to chin music at bodylinet-shirts.com and you can get 10% off your first order using the code badger at checkout bodylinet-shirts.com t-shirts for the discerning cricket fan Anand's looking at the Kings eleven top order there. KL Rahul, he's now got 448 runs in this IPL. Mayank Agarwal, his opening partner, has got 382. The next best in the competition is Faf de Plessis with 307. Kings eleven. if you actually go back through their, their games in this tournament, they could quite easily have another three wins under their belt. They could be on 10 points now and looking at almost guaranteed playoff. It's bizarre, isn't it, that they've got the two best batsmen in the competition in terms of run scoring, and yet they're really struggling to win games. Very bizarre, but I also think sometimes the strategy has not helped them out. The first game that they lost, I feel Mayank could have just knocked it out for a single and gotten the win. So you're right. They've absolutely lost, I think, three games that they should have won and they would be probably at the top of the table or close to the top of the table, unlike now where they're at the very bottom. I'm also curious whether they have trust in Maxwell and Puran. And they've kind of shown that even with the last few matches where for some reason they don't want Maxi going up early. Now, sure, Maxwell hasn't exactly lit the tournament on fire, but I think at some point in time, you've got to give the trust out to those batters and say, OK, get it done. And I feel Kale has sort of taken a step back. He's not as aggressive. I think today was slightly different. He did look like he was going to be aggressive and take on the bowlers because he certainly has all the shots. I certainly hope that this change that they have makes their balling a little weaker. But if Gale gets going and Gale can hit a few sixes, it should be interesting. Now, man, the universe boss is back, isn't he? He at uh, 53 today and he hit 1-4, added five more sixes to his record-breaking tally. Regardless of who you're supporting in this competition, it's, it's good to see him out there, isn't it? 
Absolutely, James. They needed him uh, very badly. He should be. He should have been in the playing eleven two three games earlier. But uh, sadly, he got uh, ill and he was hospitalized. But yes, uh, they needed him. They needed this energy. Uh, they needed all the troops to fire. I was quite happy with their bowling also. And uh, yes, uh, Chris Gale gives them that uh, benefit. Uh, even if seventy uh, odd runs are needed of the last five overs, they give. That chance with Gale in there with Maxwell and Puran following, uh, so I see them. This top five are the biggest. Uh, I think uh, they will be a surprise package uh, if they get going from here on. And I'm looking at RCB, um, Virat Kohli was fairly phlegmatic about the defeat today at the end of the game, but they're on 10 points now from eight games played. Um, they don't want to get into a losing habit, do they? Do they just tick this off as one bad defeat? They've lost twice to Kings Eleven. Kings Eleven's both wins are against RCB. Do they just put that down to a quirk of fate and just move on to the next one? Some quirk of fate, some of it is also execution and some of it's strategy. So I think Naman just spoke about how they wanted to go with the left-right combination, also didn't want to get AB out to a leg spinner. But if we think about it, AB is arguably one of the best batsmen in the world. He's praised, he's played pace, he's played spin, he can do well with everybody. When you look at Dubai and Sundar, they scored 36 runs off 33 balls. Give AB those same 33 balls, AB is going to score 50 at the very minimum, or 60, striking at 180 this tournament. So I think you want your best batsman to really play the most balls, even if AB takes some time against the leg spinner. Well, let him take his time because you know how quickly he can catch up. So I think some of the strategy has been interesting, but you know, certainly you take your punts. It's the middle of the tournament. RCB is in a good good place right now, so maybe that was Virat's thinking. But you know, I, I would be surprised if you again have both Dubai and Sundar go ahead of AB going forward. I heard Sonny Gavaska say the best batsman should face the most balls. But if every team set up like that, you'd have A.B. de Villiers, Virat Kohli opening the innings, etc. all the way through the eight, wouldn't you? You know, you, you do have your positions in the order for a reason, don't you? Certainly. But I think, you know, when we think about also when uh, Dubai walked in, that was the 10th over. And I think 60 balls is fair enough for A.B. to walk in. If you want to manage your top order in a way that you have the right batsman at the right moment, that certainly makes sense. But at the 10th over or the 11th over, A.B. is a great person to walk into. He could probably take his time and then tee off. And as Morris showed at the last minute, I think Morris got, what, 24 runs from Shami's uh, last over that was bold. A.B. had a couple of those overs easily in there. So it's interesting. I certainly think it wouldn't make sense to maybe put Virat and A.B. right at the top. But that might be strategy that needs to be tweaked from RCB. What about you, Naman? Where, where do you stand on RCB now? I think they've been really impressive so far in this competition. It just wasn't their day today, was it? But would you be too worried if you're an RCB fan? Yes, I will be worried because the pitches are getting slower and slower. And apart from Kohli, he's the only one who wants to stay over there till the 20 overs. Uh, rest of the players need to step in, especially uh, Sundar and uh, Dubey, as Anand mentioned. Also, Finch uh, is not uh, uh, that in form. Uh, he needs to fire. He needs to. He needs one inning, a big one, uh, to stay there. Apart from uh, Kohli, every at least they need. Yes, uh, Padikal is firing, but since the pitch is now slower, first 10 overs they are only able to score 60 to 70 runs with Finch and ABD in top four. I guess they can do much better than this. Few other players needs to step in, and also their bowlers, uh, specifically uh, Siraj. He has gone for plenty again, and they need to think about that uh, factor too. Well, Claire Sanderson will be a happy fan, happy Badger fan this evening. Her team talk last night that she delivered has inspired the Kings Eleven to win by eight wickets today against the Royal Challengers Bangalore. 
Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Gentlemen, let's pick out Moonrise moment of the match. Start with you, Anand. Where would you take me for your moment today? So there are a couple of good moments during this match, but I think I'll go with Shami's 18th over. So that over led to four runs and two wickets. And the first one was A.B. De Villiers. So I think A.B. De Villiers got a full ball outside the off stump and ended up spooning up, spooning the catch to mid-off. And then two balls later, you saw Kohli go get completely flummoxed by the slow bouncer, go for the hook, hit his glove, and go to Rahul's end. So 18th over, four runs, two wickets. That puts you behind. I think this match would be a lot more closer if A.B. or Kohli, either of them, stayed back. You could easily look at maybe 10... Well, maybe 15 to 20 runs more added to the total. So at 185, 190, the universe boss took his time to get going. I think it was 20 of 18 balls or something. So, you know, some of those margins go away. So the match could suddenly turn a little. So to me, that over was a match-turning moment and the moonrise moment of the match. My moonrise moment nomination today is the moment that Christopher Henry Gale got to his 50. He turned his, his bat towards the TV cameras and pointed to universe boss on the back of it. And everybody was chuckling because they realised it was upside down. I just thought that was quite funny. And when you saw when you saw his post match interview as well, he just held his head in his hands because I don't think he'd realised that he got that uh, little moment a little bit wrong. So that's my Moonrise nomination. Naman, how about you? I'll go with uh, Murgan Ashwin. I guess uh, from six to fifteenth over, he just uh, absolutely sucked all the runs. Uh, he was bowling absolutely brilliantly, all the wrong ones and the leggies, and even Kohli was. Uh, like really struggling against him and I was shocked to see that he was giving too much respect to Maxwell and he never went on to attack him. I guess uh, the phase from 6th to 15th, they sealed the game over there. Every time we cannot expect ABD to deliver there in the last uh, 3 to 4 overs. But uh, I guess uh, Murgan Ashwin, 4 overs, 23 for just uh, and 2 wickets. Uh, even in the earlier match, he was the one who took three wickets. Uh, I'll give to him. Uh, that was the best moment. Sorry, Anand. Sorry, James. But I'm going to go with Naman there. I think Murugan Ashwin, I think he bowled beautifully today. And he's two for 23, as Naman says. That is our Moonrise moment of the match. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. Guys, let's have a look ahead then to tomorrow's game. And Mumbai Indians, who have played really nicely in this tournament so far, are taking on uh, Kolkata Knight Riders. Anand, you're our Mumbai Indians fan. And uh, Naman, you're our KKR man. 
And I'll start with you, Mumbai Indians. I mean, we've seen every team in this competition can beat anybody. You can't take any result for granted. But KKR, from my perspective, have been a little bit hit and miss so far. They need a few more players to stick their hands up. It's, you know, there's three or four contributing. The others are fairly quiet. I, If I was a Mumbai Indians fan, I'd be quite confident ahead of this one. How do you feel? I think Mumbai Indians are firing on all cylinders. So, you know, you feel confident that they'll put up a decent performance. The biggest concern, though, to your point, is Russell. So Russell right now, after seven matches, has got 71 runs mm. at a strike rate of 142. This is not the norm. This guy is by far the most explosive batsman, I think, in the IPL. The last couple of years, I think he's been around 180-ish or so. So if he goes at that strike rate, you know, eventually he's going to have one match where he comes back. So that's certainly something to worry about. Also, Owen Morgan. Morgan's look good. He hasn't looked great. And you know how great Owen is. So I'm just curious how that's all going to play out. The law of averages dictates that Morgan for sure is going to come good one of these days. And so is Russell. So that's going to be the biggest worry for Mumbai Indians. However, they certainly seem to have the pace attack to counter uh, both of these guys. Owen and Russell both don't love short pitch bowling. And Mumbai has got the pace attack to give that to them. So it should be a great matchup. Looking forward to it. The one thing, Alan, that the two guys that you mentioned have is that uh, it's kind of like a bit like Maxwell, isn't it? The big show kind of mentality. It's sort of against the Mumbai Indians, who they know are the defending champions and one of the best teams in the competition. That's going to get their juices flowing, and that makes them even more dangerous in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, and you've seen it in the past, right? Russell and Morgan, definitely. Both of them have come up trumps on big moments and you know that they'll be raring to go so I'm curious to see what happens with that Morgan certainly has been in decent form even coming here and he's he's done okay Russell has looked off color his bowling's actually been much better than his batting so he does contribute a lot to the team but I'm curious to see when that batting explodes because if it does it's going to be spectacular Naman KKR they have played Mumbai Indians 26 times in the IPL they've lost 20 what's going to be different tomorrow from your perspective Yes, they need to set their rules first. I guess, as Anand mentioned, there's too much dependency on Russell. And uh, also, the pitches are getting slow. Batsmen are taking their own time, Nitish Rana, whether it is Morgan. But uh, they are leaving a lot too much uh, for Russell to come and fire. Like, every time, like, 5 overs and 80 runs, 100 runs. Uh, these, are the no- these are not the pitches uh, where they will be easy uh, coming and get going, striking everywhere. You are seeing Hardik Pandya, you are seeing Maxwell. It's not easy for these finishers to just come and whack every ball and also the bowlers have now become smarter than before. They know how to bowl to this attacking batsman. Also, uh, I am slightly disappointed with Pat Cummins. Uh, Yes, he is bowling quite nicely but it's hard to digest that. Uh, He has only taken two wickets so far in the tournament. Uh, He is far much better bowler uh, than what the stats suggest and also they should have gone with Rahul Tripathi as an opening batsman. He sealed one game for them uh, alone. Uh, There was no need to make any changes. Uh, Yes, they could have used Banton as a floater. Uh, but uh, too many changes going around and yes, Sarana, Morgan, Karthik all needs to pitch in. And I had an interesting chat with uh, Daniel off our podcast on the WhatsApp group the other day when he was saying, why don't teams just go from the start and just hit out all the way through 
it doesn't matter if you're all out for maybe 220 in the 15th over, you know, just maximise your, your, your power shots kind of stuff. And I know he didn't mean hit every single ball, but, you know, attack, attack, attack. And I don't subscribe to that, but I also don't necessarily subscribe to what I'm seeing in this IPL so far, where teams are kind of like trudging through those middle overs and then exploding in the last four. They seem to be leaving it very late to hit for home at the moment and with wickets in hand as well. Why do you think that is? Great point out there. I think I always go back to the fact that we have a finite resource of 120 balls. So certainly we need to take a look at the pitch. We need to take a look at the matchups, the bowler and the bowling in that specific over. But it certainly seems like a lot of these teams are taking a little time to get going. And I almost wonder whether is it because of the rust? A lot of these players have not really played a lot. Apart from England and arguably Australian players and West Indian players, not a lot of these players have had a lot of cricket in six months. So I wonder whether they're not ready to get going from the start. We've seen some of the more explosive players not really do a lot. We already talked about Russell, but I think Punt might be also a good example. Punt's done okay. He's not done bad, but Punt is also can be much more explosive. So I'm curious whether some of these batsmen are starting to feel the rust and they're not ready to get go uh, get going right away. What do you feel about that, Naman? The, the teams do seem to be waiting until the 16th over or something. They, ha- they have that um, time out and then all of a sudden start to hit to the hit through to the 20th over. Whereas it does seem, you know, this, this can be when they've only lost two or three wickets. And it does seem that they don't take the gamble early enough at times. Yes, sir. Just uh, like we saw today, uh, every time, every time you cannot just expect uh, EBD come and back every ball. Uh, so the thing is, like it's a more of a mindset. I feel uh, pitches are getting slower, uh, but uh, batsmen need to rotate the strike. And uh, over here, what's happening is um, all the batsmen are taking around fifteen to twenty deliveries to just uh, uh, knock the singles and doubles. And just when the momentum starts, they lose their wicket. So this is happening, and they are leaving a lot for the finishers or the sloggers to hit too much when, uh, which is not possible when the bowlers are just exceptional. Look at uh, Rabada, look at Archer. It's not easy to work them for 20 runs in the last four overs. And also, if you see, many teams are now trying to get more runs in the first six overs. You saw Curran being promoted. You saw Stokes being promoted. So it's more of hitting in the first six overs, but they are also trying to lose, tend to lose more wickets in first six overs and then the flow, they are not able to sustain till 16th over and it's too much to do in the last four overs. RCB's defeat today means that Delhi Capitals stay top of the Indian Premier League. They have 12 points. Mumbai Indians can go back on top of the table with a win over KKR tomorrow. They're on 10 points from seven games. RCB stay on 10 points after eight games. KKR can go up level on 10 with the uh, other two teams if they win against Mumbai tomorrow. SRH, CSK and the Rajasthan Royals are on six points after eight games. And KXIP, congratulations to them today. They have doubled their points tally. They're up to four points now from eight games and certainly not out of this competition. Naman, KKR, in fourth place at the moment. Give me a percentage chance. How confident are you that they're going to make the playoffs? I am pretty much confident I'll give them 70%, but just all the guns need to fire. It's not just about Russell and it's not just about Shubman Gill. Uh, all the guns need to fire, all the players need to pitch in, uh, especially at Cummins. Uh, much more is expected from him and that's not just restrict the runs, but also Mumbai will be in trouble if they will be 10 for 3. Bring in Pollards and Pandyas early. 
uh, in first six overs or maybe from six overs onwards uh, make them trouble them with the new ball this is what i want to see tomorrow yeah pat cummins two wickets at an average of 111 so far in this ipl and on same question to you percentage chance confidence of mumbai indians making the final four so i think mumbai indians are in a great position right now i would give it almost a 90% chance of making it in the top 4 if mumbai indians actually go on from here to on get on a massive losing streak that would essentially mean that we've actually had a couple of injuries or somebody's gone into a massive loss of form because if you look at the team pretty much everybody has batted well and bowled well so i feel fairly confident that they should make it it's not a mathematical impossibility though so hopefully a few more wins and mumbai indians are in the playoffs I think this season, with everybody beating each other, 12 or 14 points might even be enough to qualify for the final four. Delhi might already have enough. Um, not that we know that yet just yet, and they certainly can't rest on their laurels. Naman, Anant, thank you for joining me today. Cheers, James. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers, guys. And thank you to you for listening out there. Thank you to BodylineTshirts.com and Moonrise Cricket for their support of the IPL Daily. And we, of course, because it's daily... We'll be back with you around about the same time tomorrow. I've been James, and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.